Welcome back, listeners, to our second of the two-part series called Musical Adventures with Hannah and Johnny. If you haven't already listened to part one, you may want to check it out now before moving on to listen to this one. Welcome to Turning Little Stones, the podcast that takes a fresh look at the fascinating world of young children. As a parent, experienced childcare professional and early years consultant, I get how much we dream good things for our children. We start out hopeful and confident, and yet somehow the daily reality can feel more like a grind than a gift. And so we easily miss out on the joys of these fleeting early years. Over time, I've come to realize that to give our children the best start in life, we first need to recognize what's going on inside them in secret. There is some great research out there, and my heart is to make some of this relatable for everyone. And so throughout these weekly podcasts, I hope that whoever you are, parent, family carer, childminder, practitioner, anyone who spends time with young children, can take a moment each week to reinterpret what our children are doing and why. And by doing so, I have seen countless exasperated, bewildered, exhausted carers become re-energized and inspired as they find easy ways to connect with what their young children are naturally eager to do. A little like turning over a pebble in a rock pool to discover a hidden world tucked away. We too, We'll look at our children with fresh eyes and delight in being part of their journey. Today I am with Hannah and Johnny and I've spent a delightful afternoon with them and their family home with, with little Josiah who's just one. And what a joy it's been. It's been a busy afternoon, but there hasn't been any extra sound. So there have been times, we've been chatting through the afternoon and we've been playing with Josiah, but there has been times of absolute quiet, which he's been experiencing as well. And quiet is actually part of music, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Is. So you haven't got, I don't think there's even a television in this room, yeah. which is where presumably he spends most of his time. Um, I think you were saying you do use the tele, you do have it, but it's not on all the time it's and the radio quiet. isn't on all the time. So so the fact that he's, he's getting the loud, mm. the quiet, the up and down and whatever, but also times of silence as part of a normal day is really important, yeah. We've also, um, we've got him for his birthday uh, from the grandparents was a Yoto player. So, um, so... It's basically, it's screen-free and he's in charge of... Um, what he plays on it so Mm -hmm. plays music or you can have stories at the moment he's a bit too young for the story she doesn't quite get that but you put a card in and um it it either reads a story or it plays music and at the moment he is loving the fact that he plays music and so he's putting the cards in and with a bit of help of course but um he automatically starts 
bouncing up and down. I saw and, him yeah, yeah. dancing. Yeah. And even if it's just to a bit of piano music, that's literally all it is. But he's bouncing up and down. Because it was... Um, um, a ragtime. Ragtime! <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. Ragtime. Yeah. So, yes, one track was quite classical. Yeah. And then, I can't remember what it was, but but this next one was a ragtime. You got the bop, the full body yeah. bop. Yeah, the full body bop, <laughs> yeah. But you get so excited but by it. you were in... You were joining in as adults. This yeah. is musical adventures for both him and yeah. us. So yeah. the fact that he was responding in that mm. way, you know, this isn't parenting or caring for young children. Mm. Is is something that we can't be coy or shy about. Um, no. We just have to let go of our inhibitions and mm. bounce mm. up and down in the same way. Well, the babies, um, toddlers and babies, really enjoy the, the movement. I know yeah. for, for him, he's really in, enjoyed that. And yeah. I know you've rocked him to... Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, he rocks. <laughs> but um, I've taken him to something called Broadway Babies where we, we do the mums dance and hold the babies and, and they actually really enjoy the, the physical side of the movement yes. with it. So, um, yeah, yeah that's, that's been really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's really lovely. And actually, let's, let's move away from Josiah just for a moment. Um, what would you say to carers who... I've perhaps feeling a bit awkward now because they're they're probably shouting <laughs> whatever device they're listening and saying, "Well, I haven't got a musical bone in my body, and I'm tone deaf, and I can't sing." And yeah, it's all right for you guys. Um, what would you say? Because that's a real fear, isn't it, with yeah. many adults and dads? Yeah, you, this is great, Johnny. That you're a singer <laughs> and you're, but but actually. I think you would be very much in the minority um, for dad singing. So, so what would you say to to carers in that position? Well, I don't have a very good singing voice. It's got better through the years, um, but I wouldn't class myself as a singer. But you can still go high and low. Yes. You're just demonstrating higher pitches, low pitches. It doesn't matter if you're hitting the pitches. Mm-hmm. It's important that the child hears an array of pitches mm. so mm. I would suggest you don't have to do it in front of anyone yeah. do it just as you're changing the nappy yes just mm. da, 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 Some, yeah. something blah 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 yeah. because the, the whatever whatever just mm. comes to you it's just you and the baby the baby isn't going to think you're silly because yeah. you're their world as you as they look up to you changing their nappy and I think the baby will think that you have the best singing voice they've ever heard because you're mummy or mm. daddy, and it really doesn't matter. And it's the only one they've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, or whoever's caring for the baby, you know. it's It just, it really doesn't matter whether you can sing or not. I think the fact that you are connecting through sound, yes. it doesn't have to be a, a beautiful sound, it just has to be a, some sort of joyful sound that actually it... You know, one of the songs we sing is "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord," and actually, it's it, it can be a loud noise. It can it doesn't have to. It can be a quiet noise. It can be just some sort of sound. And but your baby will feel like you are the best singer in the whole wide world, whether you're yes. on tone, in tone, or yeah. <laughs> on pitch yeah. or or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and we don't want to be heavy about this, but the 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 benefits to their overall development are massive. Um, You know, all the research is there, all the child development stuff is there. So 
so yeah, that's if we are too shy to sing or or bop up and down with our young babies and and toddlers, um, we're actually depriving them of some great benefit that is going to be long lasting and and be fruitful later in life. And I would say, you know, if any of you are um, practitioners in settings, um, this is a big thing. Uh, um, You know, many, many people would compare their singing voice to another practitioner's and then just go, no, 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 I can't sing like that. And therefore don't. Well, Try not to. Just just sing quietly to start with. Um, practice in the bath. The other thing is, if you really don't think you sing in tune, just take it down a pitch or two. Mm. Quite often we, we sing too high for our natural pitch and then we go off key. So just take it down a pitch or two, you know, twinkle, twinkle. No, that's too high. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Ah, that's better. And let's get back down to... The pitch that suits you, yeah. Mm. Anyway, back to jazz. Oh, what, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, you can just do something simple. You know, it doesn't. If you're singing to your baby, it doesn't have to be yeah. <laughs> an opera or the latest pop song or anything like that. It, yeah. it can be something really, really simple. And make up songs. I think we've found that oh, we've just been yeah. singing ridiculous things like rubber dub a dub. You know, making tunes to rubber dub a dub and um, oh, we're changing your nappy or yeah. whatever. Just in a sense sing what you would talk um even if it doesn't make any sense to anybody but you and the baby (laughs) it's that connection and i guess the eye contact with it as well it reminds me of that scene in elf when oh who's who's the guy who plays elf will Will ferrell he just goes i'm singing i'm singing i love you i love you i don't know what i'm singing but i love you Something like that would yeah, be great. Yeah. <laughs> and I do have to say, I, I do remember a Christmas party and being absolutely gobsmacked when the soundtrack Frozen came on, um, Let It Go. And all these practitioners who didn't sing because they couldn't sing, boy, were they singing <laughs> at a children's Christmas party, <laughs> top of their voices. So actually, guys, if you... <laughs> I don't actually believe you. But, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Josiah. Because <laughs> he's now... Well, he's now over... One? Yeah, 14 months, yes. So, so now you've seen a big difference from yeah. him beginning to initiate things mm. and you joining in yeah. to him actually possibly taking the lead. Yeah. Um, I saw him today definitely wanting to play the piano. Yes, that's a kind of a new development since he's turned one, really. Um, so... I play the piano, um, and he's been exposed to it since the womb, really. Um, I mean, the first time I sat down with him at the piano, he screamed he didn't like it at all. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't like it. <laughs> he really didn't like I it. I whether there was a filter to these sounds when he was in the womb. So although yeah. he was hearing yeah. them, he wasn't quite hearing the, the yeah, full impact of yeah. it. <laughs> but actually, you know, I've sat him down with on my lap at the piano quite a lot because I have to be at the piano quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and just started really simply just playing some kind of calming tunes and things like that and he just calmed down it, it was it was starting to become a thing that calmed him down as well um 
and uh, so we have we have two pianos actually one in the teaching room and one in in this room um this one's um not quite as as expensive as the other one so he's allowed he's allowed to use this one um so every morning now um we come down to make breakfast and we open up this this piano and um he just goes and practices by himself and he starts singing and he just bangs on the piano and it's his idea to to practice and it's something that he's just initiated which is quite amazing to see isn't it it's just Mm. we haven't forced it we haven't pushed it upon him he's been surrounded by it but we haven't pushed it at all um yet he absolutely loves it and he just goes straight mm. for it wants to play and you can mm. see that he's desperate to play it so um and he's starting to sing along and accompany himself now it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> i think he enjoys exploring the different pictures so on a on a piano you have 88 keys you have low and high pitches mm. depending on where he stands and he's kind of holding himself on the on the key bed and so he'll just press mm. and go, oh, that's nice, and then press somewhere else, and, oh, it's a different mm. sound. And it's just all that exploration yeah. of different uh, pitches. And that's, that's a great thing to have, even if you just get a cheap keyboard yeah. and stick it on a table. There's something about that, actually, because key- mm. electronic keyboards um, uh, are always in tune. Mm. Uh, I do mm. remember one of the things that that I was advised, you don't get the worst instrument when, you know, you want your children to give them exposure to music Mm. um, because actually you're you're not helping their ear to train to the right pitch. Um, You're not Mm. helping that. But, but, you know, a keyboard is great because it's always going to be in tune, isn't it, I guess? Um, You're not going to have to worry about tuning a piano. Um, but have you? So, are there any other instruments that you, you say you've got another more expensive piano that you're <laughs> that's less less keen to uh, to allow him full access? Is there anything else? I mean, so my drum kit. Yeah. Um, he so I played drums with him sat on my lap. Then I gave him. Did I give him a stick? I did give yeah, him a stick. Yeah, you did. And he bashed the drums. Yeah, he's getting quite excited. Yeah, that was quite exciting. And then he ate the stick. <laughs> and then he ate the stick. <laughs> and the guitar. Yeah, he's quite he fascinated with the guitar. Strum. Isn't he? So if he was looking at the guitar and the sound holes in his face, he would strum down the strings. Yes. Um, but we wouldn't give him a guitar no, to play. No. Um, and presumably, you can show him, mm. as with many things, you know, you're yeah. you can model how to how mm. to strum and I encourage that soft soft um, way of, of using it well both our dads play guitar yeah. as well so and it's not just you but when we've gone around to grandparents houses mm. so um both of our dads have have played the guitar in front of him and actually my uncle as well mm. um and he's utterly fascinated I've got a few videos on my phone where he's just mouth yes. open like absolutely enthralled and entranced by this guitar playing yes. and yes. which is what he's like with, with music there's something in him that yes. he just gets so excited by music um which is lovely to see but yes it's and what we're yeah. saying is actually the potential for that is in every child yeah yeah that, yeah. that oh definitely i think there is something that's hardwired and yeah. 
maybe one day yeah, I can come back when he's a bit older. Yeah. This has been great. Absolutely. But there are amazing tools and techniques that we can use where, where music can sort of get to the places that mm. other places are hard to reach mm. <laughs> um, and it can change behaviours and all sorts of things. But, yeah. you know, that's, that's for another day. But, mm. um, but no, that sounds absolutely amazing. And as I say, I'm fascinated that, that there is very little, you know, very few musical toys around. Mm. You're just allowing that musicality to express itself. Mm. So, do you do you have a toy drum for him? We we do. Well, do I, have, I have a few drum. Well, a toy drum. A toy drum. You've only got your I've only got drums. We actually don't have. Well, he's played on the little Kenyan drum, and I've got a little djembe next door that he's hit a few times. Yeah, but they're not, they're not, they're not the, the toys. toys that no. you would get from toy shops. No, no. So, so you're allowing him to use either the real thing yeah. or pots and pans or... We make That's do right. with what we have. I mean, there's uh, um, milk cartons. Oh, thank you for remembering that. that was, milk oh, cartons, yes. That was such fun. I've had... <laughs> Milk cartons on he's the obs- he is yeah. obsessed with his milk cartons, so he's um he was thrilled that he took it to the library. He he took it to the library and just held on to his this milk carton the whole time. But basically what he's got is it's also helping his teeth for teething, but um it's it makes a wonderful noise on mm. the ground. And we've got two empty milk cartons bang them together, that makes a great sound. Um bang them both on the ground, even better. Um Who needs a drum? Who needs a drum? Oh. Um, or empty yoghurt pops um, as well. So they, again, can be used the same purpose as, as the cups, really, banging them together. And So we use a lot of... Without even realising it, I mean, there's, we've got an empty Pringle pot. We've got... Oh, these are all great uh, percussionists. You've got Stump, haven't you, the musical... Yeah. And um, doesn't it... Doesn't it help the tidying yeah. up at the end of the day? Yeah. Because they just go into the recycle bin and the yeah. flattening's done for yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> so it's, well, we actually don't have many toy instruments per se. Yeah. Um, that's, like we that's are. really interesting. Yeah. It wasn't a conscious thing, actually. No. Um, no. I mean, I'm sure at some point we'll get him a little toy drum or something, but we haven't actually... Yeah, well, we probably don't need a drum. I guess a musical toy is like, you know, when you can get those guitars that you push a button and it goes... Or something. Yes. Or like a piano mat. That could be quite fun. We don't have but many noisy We don't have toys, noisy toys. Actually, we've um, we've got a couple. Like, we've got a, a little toy phone that makes a noise. Um, but most of the stuff is, is yeah just books or wooden or he makes a sound or yeah. i think yeah the important thing is that the he makes the sounds rather than pushes a button yes. that then initiates sound carnage yeah um i can see know. the difference actually with that because mm. when he's got the the things that make the sound and he has it's, it's our emergency car journey getting him in the car yeah, <laughs> toys. Yeah, yeah. so we have those like noisy toys for then um but you can see him kind of not switch off, but kind of dull, and it, it's it's like it's, it's only passive, it's passive, it? and it's all just pressing, and it's almost like he glazes over when he's playing with those toys. And there's, there's nothing wrong with them, you know. I know loads of people use them, and and, and we use them as well. Everybody does. Um, but it's not. But I would say it's not 
engage in that musicality. Yeah. Because he's not creating the sound. He's the pushing the exploration button. isn't there. Yeah. The I music is happening. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. And with very little. Yeah. Um, very little that he's doing to. Yeah. to There's to no create. imagination with no. it. Whereas if you just let him explore a bit more, so like with the milk cartons or with the yogurt pots or banging on the sofa or scratching on the sofa, you know, making those different sounds, that's that's using his imagination and exploration a bit more. Um, yeah. I love that. You're, it, it, this really isn't a musical adventure. So although we're talking today with two amazing musicians, let's face it, um, it's still an adventure for you. You are enjoying his discoveries. I have been in early years for a long time, but I've never seen milk bottle <laughs> cartons used like this. And I was, I've just been really impressed. So it's been a musical adventure for me. <laughs> Thank you, Sleepy Josiah. <laughs> but it's not, it's nothing that we've planned no. either. Like we've not gone, oh, we're going to enforce this or we're no. going to do that. For him, he just really wanted that blink milk bottle and he waited all week for us to, to finish, finish the it. milk uh, because he just wanted to play with it you know he saw us pouring in the milk and he just wanted to play with it and so it's not something that we've gone right we're going to consciously give him milk cartons or we're consciously going to give him this it's it's just kind of happened naturally um as with all of the, the kind of musical stuff it's not we wanted to involve him in the music and surround him in music. So there's some things that have been conscious, but a lot of things just have yeah. happened yeah. Um, just through everyday life. Yes. Yeah. We come towards the end, and, and what I normally do is ask our guests just a couple of questions, but most of them you've answered already. <laughs> um, I suppose what I would like to know is... I've seen a couple of the books that you've got for him. Um, some of them are rhyming books. Yeah. Are any sort of repetitive refrains, just ordinary story books that have a repetitive refrain? Because those can be quite musical, can't they? Um, um, so I know my parents have Old MacDonald. Um, okay. And that's obviously he's just that's started doing um, filling in the gaps, filling in the gaps, yeah. uh, and starting to do e i e i. Um, and it, it was literally today, wasn't it? We go, oh, McDonald had a farm, e i e i o, and on a farm he has a sheep, and then he's going ba ba, and he's doing the ba ba yes. or I don't know e e for a mouse or something. You know, yes. he's he's putting that in now, which mm. is really exciting. Um, there's. Uh, there's a couple of books that are, I mean, I love the, um, is it On the Farm, In the Jungle and Pip the Puppy, mm -hmm. which are um, Axel, Axel, ah, oh, Axel Schaefer? Schaefer. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's great for all the, 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 the fine motor skills yeah. and the pullouts, mm -hmm. but They've they've got really good rhythms and yes. really good. Um, and you've got Julia, Julia Donaldson, yeah. Donaldson yeah. with her yeah. um, rhyme as well. Yeah, lots. We've got lots of rhyme yeah. books. Yeah. And there's... she's got our Acorn Wood series. We've got yeah. Through. So he's a bit too young for the Gruffalo. We've got the Gruffalo. Yeah. So no, that's quite musical and rhythmic. And your your diction, you know, you're very expressive mm. of the way you talk, yeah. and and you would read those stories. So so yeah, they're they're just really lovely things to see. Yeah. There's one more book that um, I actually brought down, but I put it back up again. Sorry, it's um, it's called The Diddle That Dumbed, 
Um, and I can't remember who wrote it, but it's about, um, it's about musical notes. And, um, there's a man with a fiddle who wrote, um, this tune with the diddle, the diddle, the dump. Um, and he's, <laughs> he's yes. basically, he was writing this, this, this tune. It's meant to go diddle, 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 and so on. And then the, the note didn't diddle, it went dumb. <laughs> and it was put in the middle and it went to go diddle, but it didn't go diddle, the dumb. And it's just on and on like this. And it's, it's a fabulous book. I love it. And and he's only just starting to get to the point of um, looking at books that are more paper rather than mm. hard mm. hard books. Mm. Um, but I read it to, a bit to him the other day, and he's like, duh, duh. and he's starting yes. to to say the almost the diddle diddle dum that was yes. was going on. So that yes. rhythmic side, and again, was really really good. So and joining in the refrain, yeah. and getting the repetition, how lovely! Absolutely. How lovely. So I, that's a that's a great book. Um, well, normally I would close by asking you, is there anything that you are going to take forward from this? <laughs> But I just hope you're going to carry on doing the same. <laughs> oh, uh, we're just so grateful to be chatting with you because you have so many wonderful ideas. Um, yeah, I think we're just... I think it's, it's remembering to be spontaneous with it as well. I think it's... Mm-hmm. Um, and having fun. I think the more that we have fun and find the wonder that a child sees, then we can start to actually enjoy the sounds and the pleasure yes. that they're seeing and seeing it through their eyes and seeing the wonder of that noise for the first time. Yes. Oh, if I do this, it makes this noise. And it, it just brings pleasure when you suddenly go, oh, will you stop banging that? So actually going, oh, they're banging this because they're exploring the mm. sound. Um, and yes, sometimes you have to stop when it's a dangerous thing. But, but you know, it's... It's very easy in our busy lives to be impatient and go, oh, just, mm. just, just, just stop with the banging or stop with, with that exploration. But actually, you're stopping them, and they're wanting to explore. They're wanting to find out what makes that sound, what 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 what, what that does if you put it out. Or yes. and yeah, sometimes there's a stop but actually part of it is is letting them and seeing the wonder through that and as soon as you change your mindset with that and actually see the see the wonder then you can go oh yes it makes this noise it's it's wonderful and and make it into something um so yeah that's something i've learned and (laughs) (laughs) what an amazing way to end and i just hope that half your enjoyment of sharing Josiah's musical adventures from this this wonderful couple has sort of come through on this podcast because, um, yeah, I just want everyone to relax, I guess, every listener to relax, enjoy the music making that your child is doing because they will be doing it, notice it and just begin to join in with it, yeah, and take it to new places. And we don't we don't have a clue what we're doing either, so it's it's not like we've come. <laughs> we're doing no, this. I know, that's great. You know, you you obviously don't necessarily you know you're not teaching him how to read music, or you haven't got this desire for him to, I don't know, be the next amazing flautist. Um, but it's not that that's motivating you. It is enjoyment yeah. of music mm. and seeing that expression in him so thank you so much and i'm hoping i might be invited back yes please day. yes please you're more than welcome anytime so we'd love to see you again what can i say but 
Just a huge thank you to both of you for sharing all that you've noticed about Josiah and all the things you've tried at home with him and all the things you've seen as he's begun to express himself as a musical little person. You've given us so much to think about, ideas to try and a readiness to share some musical fun adventures with our little ones too. It just leaves me to say thank you for listening to this episode of Turning Little Stones. We hope it's given you some food for thought and maybe some ideas to try. As always, you'll find the show notes for this episode, together with further information, episodes and resources, by heading over to our website, www.turninglittlestones.com. So until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.